Yeah, you don't have to be black. You don't have to be engineer. If you align with our mission and our vision, you can be a part of the society. Welcome to the Joint STEM Initiative podcast produced by Queen City Robotics Alliance. Now here's your host, Kaiwen Chen. Hello, this is Kaiwen Chen. I have Tony Stanford and Quincy Smith, the president and the vice president of NSB Charlotte, join me for this episode. NSBE or NSB is the National Society for Black Engineers. It starts with a group of minority students and continues its mission to help all students with disadvantaged backgrounds today. Through training, mentoring, and networking, Nesby is working hard to develop the next generation of STEM professionals. Let's enjoy what they share with us. So I'm Tony Stanford. I am the current chapter president for the Charlotte Professional Chapter of National Society of Black Engineers. Outside of National Society of Black Engineers, I'm an entrepreneur, a realtor, as well as an adjunct professor at a community college here, CPC or Central Piedmont Community College. So those are my two roles, but I really just enjoy working in community. I am Quincy Smith, the vice president of the Nesby Charlotte Professionals chapter. I am a senior software engineer. I, work, I do that full time as well as I have my own software engineering firm as well. And I've been doing that for, man, 13 years. So it's been a while. So the National Society of Black Engineers is a society of engineers. You don't necessarily have to be black, but it is founded for, was founded initially for black students. Uh, 1975 at Purdue University. And it has grown to have chapters at the professional level, such as us. We also have collegiate chapters all around the country. In fact, we are the largest student-run organization in the country. We also have what we call pre-college initiative chapters, which are essentially middle schoolers or high schoolers who we are exposing to STEM. Every major city essentially has a chapter. So our goal is to basically make sure that we can excel academically, succeed professionally, and positively impact the community. Um, and we all work together to accomplish those goals. Throughout the years, Charlotte has been in the forefront of bridging the gap as far as introducing STEM careers, uh, working with young people again at the, at the lower level and also helping people to promote their careers. Uh, we have as a chapter monthly uh, meetings. And with that is a lot of professional development, really that's communication skills or learning how to be a better investor or just being a more well-rounded engineer. Um, when we talk about the founding of Nesby in 1975, there were six students who they all trans transitioned to Purdue University together from, I think, five of the six actually went to the same high school. But they pretty much known each other since their freshman year, and they worked together as a study group. Founding with their advisor, uh, Dr. Arthur Bond, was allowed them to transition and make something that was national because the same thing that would happen on Purdue's campus was happening on everyone's campus. So you translate to once you get to to the industry, now you want to know how, how do I navigate? How do I break those glass ceilings? How do I get to the next level professionally? Again, you still need that roadmap. You still need that mentorship. And Nesby is a vehicle that you could use to, again, identify the best way to, to get to that next level. Um, we all know that mentorship is important. If you have that right kind of path, you can, you know, you can achieve anything. Also, it's something to be said about seeing someone else ha has done it and accomplished it. It also makes you feel like there's an opportunity for you. Um, another big thing we did was we had what we call a Nesby Walk for Education. We actually pick a local community. We go door to door, pass out pamphlets on like institutions, on financial aid, on all the things that you need to know about college. At the end of that kind of one, two hour walk, we actually have a science fair in the local community center where people can come and do science experiments. We also will have you know, counselors on hand for adults to help them if they have some things that they need to know as well. So the whole household can be affected. 
Um, so again, we're always looking for opportunities to grow our membership, um, especially from a project management perspective, because that's pretty common in all of our jobs as well as communication. So we're looking to, again, just to develop themselves. I guess it's kind of like any other area uh, when it comes to a minority, right? Getting those jobs being placed in front of the recruiters and the temp- getting access to, to like careers, that access to education, to being in front of actually what is STEM, being educated on what is STEM from a young age. So a lot of times in the minority environments and communities, that is not as much as it would be outside. So being able to push that to the forefront for those communities um, will be definitely a plus. So one big thing we have as Nesby for younger kids is called the Nesby Seek program, geared to third through fifth graders. It's a currently in virtual format because of COVID. It's a three-week program. Uh, the kids learn about coding. They learn about robotics. But literally, it's it's global. So pretty much you, wherever you are on your computer, as long as you can get access to Zoom, you can get it. So definitely, it's a good opportunity for you, again, to be exposed to it, right? You have to know that a lot of people, a lot of kids play video games, right? But they don't realize engineers make video games, right? So this is an opportunity for them to understand, hey, this is actually STEM, and this is why you like to do that. And maybe this is something you should pursue as an engineer. So, of course, we're around engineering all the time. We just don't know that. The second piece of that, of course, is what we call PCI, pre-college initiative. And again, that you have a, essentially a NSBE chapter at a high school or middle school level where you actually have officers and you learn how to run an organization. You also do tutor sessions and study halls. So you're pretty much getting the building blocks for what NSBE is like. Those students are allowed to come to our national convention and they participate in things like the triathlon. They also have a robotics competition. They also have like pitch competitions. So all the stuff that we do at the collegiate level, we're giving an introduction to those kids at that level so that they, again, see what it's like to be an engineer. And also, again, there's a lot of black people that look like you that are engineers as well. We have to start at, again, third grade, sixth grade, seventh grade, because if you don't get there, you don't get engineers on the back end, right? If you're not exposed to it as a sixth grader or a seventh grader, you will not have the opportunity to be an engineer. If you don't take the high level math, you don't take the high level science. So you have to introduce it again as a third grader, fourth grader, early on in your educational path to know, hey, if I choose these math or science subjects, which may be higher than other people in my high school, I can now choose this as a profession. Whereas if I decide, hey, I only want to take two years of math because that's the minimum graduation requirement for my high school, then I, I, then I now can't do that as a career because I'm behind everybody else who's a freshman um, at a college where they've taken calculus one and I've only taken algebra, for instance. So it's more or less level on the playing field, but starting early enough where students can benefit and become professionals and then migrate through the companies. So I think, I don't think, I know if you, if you uh, have exposure early on, then you know that's an opportunity for you. A lot of times your kids only see that it could be a fireman, a firefighter, maybe a basketball player, athlete or entertainer, because they see that all the time on TV and just kind of in the news. Um, whereas this is something else that has to be introduced around that same time frame and the importance of what we do as engineers. We solve problems, whether that's in a hospital or even just making buildings work, right? So it's that introduction to engineering where if you never had an engineer in your family, how do you know what that is? What do they even do? Just to piggyback on that. So so I, I do agree. So once that foundation is there, because of course, you got to have that foundation. It's like building a house. If you don't have a solid foundation, then you have a possibility of tipping over. So if you have that foundation already, you're more likely to be a successful engineer once you are in that space. What do you guys do for the college student? A lot of things, I guess. So for us personally, we work with them directly on getting internships or jobs and also make sure they're prepared, whether that's a resume review workshop, 
whether that's also uh, doing mock interviews. So those are two things we definitely do. In addition, they're actually student leaders. So when I say that, I don't use that really lightly. These uh, students are, they're managing budgets, right? So they may have a $5,000 budget for their chapter. They also have fundraisers. So they're learning how to be, I guess, many business managers, right? They're organizing the other students in their chapter. UNC Charlotte is one of the bigger chapters in our region. Um, and they usually have upwards of 300 students in their chapter actively. So if we have a national conference, they're figuring out how to get everybody from UNC Charlotte to say Pittsburgh or another place in our region. So definitely we're actively teaching them how to be young professionals. So again, once they get there, they're not, you know, scared or blown away by what's going on in the industry because they've already done it at a micro level. So literally as we continue to give them the building blocks for success, they're able to come into the professional world and just ready to take over because they've, they've already um, seen these type of problems they'll be facing. I know before I left to be a full-time entrepreneur, I literally got a kid an internship by just saying, telling my boss, hey, I needed some students to work for me. I literally worked, wrote out what he would be doing for the summer. He approved it. And pretty much the next week he started working for us. So literally we have those powers depending on our departments, depending on our companies. And we also, a lot of us serve as recruiters. So when we go on campus, they see a friendly face because we, we met them before at a monthly meeting. Yes, we're helping them get jobs or even just preparing. Again, we have a large organization. So it pretty much, for, if you're not going to a small company, there's someone that you know via Nesby that works at one of those companies. So we also one degree of separation, essentially. I was actually a part of the UNC Charlotte Nesby collegiate chapter. And as we mentioned earlier, you don't necessarily have to be an engineer. So a lot of the non-engineer majors, they also are members of Nesby. So that being said, so when you're doing the mock interviews and you're learning how to negotiate for whatever your profession is, whether it's math or or, or nursing or anything, right? You'd be you'd be you'll be prepared once you're out in the real world to kind of get the best you could get coming out of college with the internships. So we put you in position to where you'll be able to maximize your uh, income that first year out of college, which of course you know you start somewhere in that middle of that pay rate for most companies. But then that puts you in a position where if you're already in the middle, when you go to that next promotion, you're already heads and bones shoulders where everyone else is. These initiatives are great steps toward promoting the success of future engineers. Nesby has programs for all ages, starting at the third grade and continuing through college into their professional careers. I then asked Tony and Quincy to talk about their own personal experience, getting into Nesby and how the society helped them. So I first learned about Nesby. I actually was in high school. We didn't have a Nesby junior or Nesby pre-college chapter in my city. I'm from Buffalo, New York. But the I was mentored by a person who was in college who was active in Nesby. So she told me about Nesby and all the great times they were having and to make sure I joined it once I became in college. So that was actually one of the first organizations I joined when I stepped foot on Alabama A&M's campus was Nesby Society of Engineers, which was a great idea. Um, so two things. I, was, I went to school in the South and I'm from up North. Um, so going there... Um, Nesby is really big on conferences. So we have regional conferences, we have leadership conferences, we have national conferences. So I literally learned the South by being a part of Nesby. Um, I went to a conference in Mississippi. I went to a conference in Tennessee. So I was able to travel with that. I also was able to become a leader. So I had several officer roles within Nesby. So I was a treasurer one year. I was over the conference planning one year. I was vice president another year. So I was always active in growing my leadership potential, which on the flip side, that helps you get jobs, obviously, because they know you're a leader and you're active with students. In addition to that, Nesby has scholarships that they give. So because we have corporate sponsors, we're able to give scholarships. So I actually was a winner of what they call the Nesby Fulfilling the Legacy Scholarship, when that basically got me $1,000 towards my tuition um, during my junior year. So I was able to get money because of that. Um, in addition to that, I was able to get one of my, my jobs um, out of college, actually, was Nesby. 
because of, the, again, the connection. In addition to that, because I worked or because I was in SB, I helped the company I worked for to be more active as, as far as being recruiting efforts um, and more participating in SB. So when I first started with the company, they didn't really do the career fairs. I volunteered, said, hey, I think we should do this. Can we be a part of it? And then when we did it, I said, hey, I think we need to take a bigger role in SB so we actually donated more money. Put, uh, put more resources into the company. So it's not just what I got from it. It's also I put a lot into it to make that kind of go full circle for everybody else. In addition to that, I'm obviously currently the president. Definitely felt like this is a giving me an opportunity to network across the city of Charlotte. I've actually been in calls with the mayor recently. I also obviously get to meet people like you on this podcast, but literally just expanding my reach. Charlotte is going to be a very big STEM slash tech hub or it is and kind of right now we're in a we're, we're really kind of inching in to see what we can do next and i'm helping that me and quincy were able to be able to leave a legacy so that the next board behind us can kind of move forward and blaze trails and make sure that when companies come to charlotte they say hey who's over in esby we want to connect with them so that we can make sure that their members or their student members have jobs with our company since we do have a base here in charlotte like i said in high school um there wasn't an SB Junior chapter in High Point, North Carolina, which is where I was born and raised. I really didn't have that experience. So just growing up, I knew I liked math. I was part of a program in middle school called GAMSET, which was um, a science and math program that in the summertime, we would go to the University a and in Greensboro and take courses and classes. A lot of people thought it was weird. Like, why are you going to school in the summer? But <laughs> it was kind of fun. We did like programs and uh, we got to kind of see these college kids that were on campus in the summer walking around. So we actually thought, man, we're in middle school, but we're on a college campus. So that was fun. I didn't really know it was STEM at the time, but I just knew I liked math. And one of my middle school uh, counselors was like, hey, you should join GAMSET. So when I joined that, that's what came about it. So I did that through middle school. And then high school, I was like, okay, well, I know I like math. Uh, it went into my senior year, as I mentioned, that I started liking, or that I was interested into engineering. So once I got to college, um, I, when I uh, declared my major as computer engineering, and then I found out about the NESB chapter at um, UNC Charlotte. And that's when I had joined. And from that, man, it was, it's just like, it was from people from all over any major. So I just thought it was like a, a cool, like melting pot of just majors from different aspects of life, different areas, different, you know, like Tony's A's from Buffalo, you know, people from up North. Actually, I have a cool friend. He's an engineer. He's a civil engineer. He's from Buffalo. So that kind of <laughs> made me think of him. But yeah, so you meet a lot of cool people in the program. He was also in NSB. I was in NSB. Being a student athlete at UNC Charlotte, I was pulling in people from, from the team. Like, hey, you should join NSB. They have all these cool perks. Like I said, conferences. So we got to travel. You can actually be in the leadership position if you want to be secretary, treasurer, be part of the telecom, anything you want to do pretty much in college. Or you can just be a general body member. And just maybe your volunteering is your thing. So that was cool. Being able to have somebody review your resume. Of course, that was amazing. So it had me prepare for that. And then, you know, of course, the internship where we actually mentioned quite a few times. So with, with that, man, having all that, I felt like I was prepared, way more prepared than if I wasn't in that Because like I said, I, I didn't know anything about engineering. I didn't know anything about STEM. Even though in middle school, I was technically introduced, but I, I just didn't. At that point, I still didn't know what STEM was. I just knew I liked math. So when, when I went to college and found out, oh, so STEM, that's what that is. So, so that's what I was doing back in the day. That's what I'm doing now. It kind of helped me go even harder on, you know, on the degree and, and graduating and networking and everything. I would say definitely NSBE is great for networking. If, if you don't get anything else, you will network. You will meet people that you may need down the line. They may need you down the line. So definitely, definitely amazing for the networking.
Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. Nesby is working hard with the students to introduce them to STEM career and a better their skill to prepare them for a successful one. You can find out more with links in the show notes in the episode description. This episode is edited by our new intern, Tyler Lewis. Hope you enjoy it, and we will see you next time. This podcast is produced by Queen City Robotics Alliance with the support of Charlotte Area STEM Societies. Queen City Robotics Alliance, also known as QCRA, is a 501c3 nonprofit organization whose mission is to nurture the future workforce by providing practical, hands-on STEM experiences for area youth. QCRA is home for several high school and middle school robotics teams, where students learn how to run their team like running a business. Together, students develop outreach programs to spread STEM knowledge and training to encourage kids from all backgrounds to discover how to reach their full potential in STEM fields. QCRA is sustained by volunteers and sponsors like you, and we invite you to join us to help build a better future for all children in our community. Visit our website at queencityrobotics.org to learn more.